I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about NASA going where no one has gone before during International Women's Month, and how the font on your restaurant menu could be tricking you. But first, House Democrats are requesting documents in their investigation of voter suppression in Georgia. The chairman of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform on Wednesday asked Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and the state's top election official to turn over documents related to how the 2018 election was run in the state. Kemp was elected governor in November while serving as Secretary of State. Critics, including his Democratic opponent, Stacey Abrams, called on Kemp to step down from that post while running for governor, saying he had a conflict of interest as both a candidate for the office and the state's top election official. Kemp also faced scrutiny for aggressively removing people from the voter rolls and overseeing a policy that put over 50,000 voter registrations on hold in the state. Nearly 70% of the registrations on hold were from African-American voters. Georgia voters also faced long lines on Election Day, waiting in line for hours. In a Wednesday letter to both Kemp and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, Representative Elijah Cummings, the chairman of the committee, and Representative Jamie Raskin asked for a wide range of documents pertaining to how Kemp dealt with those issues. They wrote in two letters, quote, The Committee on Oversight and Reform is investigating recent reports of serious problems with voter registration, voter access, and other matters affecting the ability of people in Georgia to exercise their right to vote, unquote. Abrams has said Kemp won the election because of voter suppression. At a commemoration for the Bloody Sunday match in Selma, Alabama last weekend, Hillary Clinton said Abrams would be the governor of Georgia were it not for voter suppression. And this Women's History Month is going to be out of this world, literally. NASA plans to conduct its first all-female spacewalk later this March. The International Space Station Spacewalk, part of Expedition 59, is scheduled for March 29th and will include astronauts Annie McLean and Christina Koch, as well as Jackie Cagey, as the lead EVA, or Spacewalk Flight Controller, NASA told HuffPost on Wednesday. The spacewalk will last around seven hours, according to NASA's website. The on-the-ground flight control team at NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston will also be female-driven, including lead flight director Mary Lawrence and NASA engineer Kristen Fichol. Spacewalks are somewhat rare and are usually done for reasons that include exterior work on a spacecraft or satellite or testing new equipment. McLean is currently on the International Space Station as part of Expedition 58. Koch is set to leave Earth March 14th to join Expeditions 59 and 60. McLean, Koch, and Keiji are all from the 2013 astronaut class, which NASA told HuffPost was 50% women. And the menu at your favorite healthy restaurant might be trying to tell you something. And it's not just the daily specials. A 2019 Ohio State University and Pennsylvania State University study that will be published in the Journal of Business Research found that diners eating at a health-focused restaurant are more likely to associate that restaurant with healthiness if the menu features a font that is handwritten or appears to be. According to the study, these menus also make you more likely to post photos of your food on social media. 
Stephanie Liu, lead author of the study, explained to HuffPost that as more people are focused on eating clean, she and her colleagues were interested in offering restaurants, well, a hand. Many restaurants are branding or rebranding themselves as healthy, but they might not know how to do it effectively, Lou told HuffPost. She continued, quote, We want to help these restaurants by offering a creative marketing strategy that does not necessarily increase cost. You just need to print your menu in a different font that appears handwritten, unquote. However, the differences in the study were only apparent when the restaurant was described as healthy. The different menu fonts didn't have any perceptible effect on the participants that were not informed of the restaurant's health focus. According to Lou, that's a result of our attitudes toward fast food or regular restaurants in general. Lou told MarketWatch, quote, At regular restaurants or with fast food, the typeface doesn't matter as much because you're not expecting that human touch or extra effort, unquote. But not everyone is picking up what the study is writing down. Douglas Riccardi, owner of New York City-based restaurant branding agency Memo Productions and Type Directors Club board member, told HuffPost that basing notions about a restaurant on the menu alone is, quote, oversimplifying what goes into branding a restaurant as health-focused. He noted that in general, restaurants are now doing a lot more to send out a healthy message. Still, it's an interesting idea to keep in mind the next time you order off a menu, handwritten or not. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. The Democratic National Committee said Wednesday it does not plan to partner with Fox News for debates during the 2020 election cycle, citing new reports that the network's ties to the Trump administration have prevented it from providing unbiased coverage. The announcement comes on the heels of a New Yorker article by Jane Mayer, The Making of the Fox News White House, that describes the various ways in which Fox has promoted President Donald Trump's agenda. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!